What's up, everybody? This is the Growing Up Italian podcast, and today I have guest Janine Bruno. How are you, Janine? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You guys may recognize Janine. We just featured her on her Instagram a while ago, and she was hosting a pasta-making bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So how was that? It was good. Um, so a lot of the pasta parties I do happen to be bachelorette parties, but especially like with COVID, obviously I haven't been doing them, but as things are opening up, I'm doing smaller events and it's like the perfect way to get together. You don't have to go out. Um, it's a little bit more low key than going out on a regular bachelorette party. Going to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, a little bit different than going to Vegas, but um, it's awesome. People really like it. It's like, when I first started doing this, I did like team building for company like it's just it's a lot of fun to do with your friends you drink wine you make pasta you eat it so mm-hmm. i don't think they went out after i left i think they just drank at the house but they all passed out there i'm sure all the husbands would really condone this oh yeah they probably love it they're like oh okay yeah safe you know, kill two birds with one stone you you make pasta and then you're in a safe environment maybe you'll bring that pasta back home you know Normally, when I do parties, uh, people always are like, can we make extra? Because my husband will kill me if I don't bring home leftovers. I'm like, yeah, of course. But hey, you'd be surprised. A lot of men come to the event. So bring, bring your sand to the beach, basically. Exactly. So that particular video, it caught my eye. It came up randomly on the Explore page. And I was like, this is pretty cool. It looked like there was a lot of people there, like at least... What, how many girls was it? Cause I saw like 10 in the video. There was 12. Um, wow. So I usually, I mean, pre COVID I was doing events like 20, 30 plus like for, you know, in someone's home, depending on how much space you have. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, I had a, a sponsorship partnership with a local, well, actually they're a national brand De Bruna brothers. Um, and we were planning to do these like 75 person events. So that was a huge oh, wow. bummer when everything happened. Cause it was like, well, that was going to be really cool to kind of, um, you know, bring it to more the masses. Cause it's, it's difficult. I can only be in so many places at once. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one, that particular one was 12 people. And I would say like 15 people, depending on the space is a good, is a big party. Is a good um, party. Yeah. So are you, are you a chef by trade or? No, I, I was, I'm not. Um, and I had a lot of, uh, I guess, self-doubt. Like I felt like, oh, are people going to judge? And then the more I really thought about it, like just because you're a chef doesn't mean you know how to cook. Like doesn't mean you know. And I think what, what I'm doing is I'm preserving the, you know, tradition and authenticity of Italian food and, you know, doing it the old world way, using your hands, like it's totally different. And I did train a bit in Italy with grandmothers and people like that. The people that I feel like, you know, it's all about passion in Italy, right? It's not French cuisine. Um, so I'm not- <laughs> Shots classic. fired, shots fired. <laughs> well, yeah, I love the French, but you know what I mean? Like it's just more um, family recipes and things like that. 
you could go to the best restaurant in the world and you order a plate of pasta and it's not like your nana's pasta. <laughs> it just, never. it's never. a different feel. And you'll never get that with like people you hire just to do a job. Like you said, you got to put some passion into it. So would you say, cause like, we're like, we always get heat for some of our posts. So mm-hmm. for example, you know, when we did the best Italian food bracket, yeah. people were flipping out because there was chicken parm there. I saw yeah. some other things. So now how do you feel about like people saying, okay, spaghetti and meatballs, chicken parm, that's not an Italian dish. That's an, an Italian American dish. Um, so I definitely, I understand the, I think if you make a clear, um, I say this, I am Italian American. I'm born in America. I have Italian roots, but I'm an American woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of my traditions come from my family. My Italian, we're Italian American. Mm-hmm. So I think I have cousins in Sicily. They've never one has come to America, but they don't know much about America. So I kind of go off of that. Like there's Italian American cuisine and there's Italian cuisine in Italy. Um, so people get so like hot and bothered by it. Like it's, it's really not a big deal. We're in America. Um, chicken parm is huge here. It's just, as long as you can, you understand that you're not going to find that when you go to Italy. Um, so I just kind of, and in my classes, I talk about the difference between Italian American and Italian, Italian. And um, sometimes my cousin, when he comes, he'll come to classes and kind of like talk on it. But I mean, people get. Yeah, people, people get torn with it. So yeah. now you mentioned that um, I saw, cause I was asking you like how much something like costs for the bachelorette party day. Cause I was yeah. like, thinking, like, damn, it looks like a lot of work, you know? It's a lot so of work. You sent me over a little PDF that I'm going to share my screen with everybody. Okay. Let's see if this works. Okay. So we're seeing it here. All right. So there's your logo. I'll have you like just run the difference between um, yeah. you, you're promoting. Like what's the main difference? So, I mean, and I've changed this so many times, but I, I feel like this is a good kind of classic package. It's just you know, you're always going to get that quote unquote journey through Italian culture and history. You're going to learn about my family's traditions. You're going to learn about how they do things in Italy, how we do things in America, how it's different. Um, and obviously city to city, it's going to be different too. But, you know, I'm originally from Brooklyn. I live in Philly. There's a lot of differences there, which, you oh, know. really? Usually people do the opposite. They go from Philly to Brooklyn. Right. Well, I, um, you know, well. We'll save that story for later. But um, anyway, we have, um, we're always going to be doing semolina flour. So I import it from Italy. It's quite easy to get when you live in an area like this. Honestly, I go to Staten Island a lot to, um, what's that market? La Bella. La Bella. They have a great selection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then De Bruno Brothers here has, they import um, a lot of products from me. So mm-hmm. semolina um, is semola rimacanata. It's twice milled semolina. It's super soft, super fine, and it makes a great dough with just semolina and water. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't realize this. And I saw something recently, and someone got offended that someone made pasta without eggs. Like in the north, they use eggs. In the south, they do not. Um, it so, makes it a little heavier, right? Yeah, it's totally different. So um, you're going to learn how to make like five unique shapes. You're doing it all by hand and like with little tools. Like orecate is with a butter knife. 
Buziate is with a metal iron. Um, Gnocchetti Sardi is with a, you know, a gnocchi board. So you're doing all these things. Um, and I teach you how to do it with just your hand and then with a little tool. So nothing expensive, nothing crazy. Um, and then that is always served with, um, you know, I always bring fresh bread and salsa di pomodoro, which is sauce, gravy, whatever the hell you want to call it. That's my family's. Oh my God. What, what does your family call it? Sauce, salsa, salsa, pomodoro, sauce. I, I just, I, we never were gravy. We never said gravy. And I don't, I know there's a difference. I feel like in Philly, a lot of people say gravy though. More than. Yeah, that. yeah, I guess. I've been told by people like, you're not really Italian if you don't call it gravy. Like, <laughs> Everybody always said like questions other people's like, how are they Italian? I know, it's. Uh, so anyway, the deluxe package, basically you're just adding in ricotta gnocchi, which is nudie. Um, and that is like an extra thing and then you get an extra sauce. And then the premium, you get the whole thing. So I do a huge um, antipasto board, charcuterie board, whatever you want to call it. Oh my I basically God, get my I can't even say the C word, it's charcuterie. Charcuterie, but I'm saying it like Italian, it's French, um, charcuterie. <laughs> So we have, you know, I do like, I mean, and if you go to my page, you'll see, like, I do like pretty big badass boards, um, meats, you know, prosciutto, soprasata, all different types of cheese, olives, roasted of vegetables, bread. Um, they're pretty, they're pretty Instagrammable, I guess people like to say. Um, and then, and they're delicious. And then you do the pasta, do the five shapes, the gnocchi. Mm -hmm. um, and then I do a little wine pairing. So that's just like a fun little extra that comes with that. So that's packet. like sommelier style, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not one of them, but I have, a, I have quite a few friends that are and kind of help me with that. And it's just yeah. like a fun, you know, extra, like this is what will go with, these this like gonna like I do usually like a prosecco for you know to start and then kind of go through that so and then I have a pastry package my sister-in-law oh, is the, like that's like the Venetian hour when you yeah when yeah. you book a party it's like this is uh an extra whatever a person you know exactly <laughs> exactly my sister-in-law is like a phenomenal baker and so she handles all that oh so you bring it already prepared or does she also yeah. too? Yes, and I've had questions. People want to learn how to make things. So as I expand, I mean, my, my plan was to open a shop, like a pasta, you know, workshop For, kind of place. Storefront? Oh, yeah, okay. and then COVID happened. I mean, I was looking at, I was looking at uh, buildings like to buy, and then you know, run out the top, and and then COVID happened, and I'm grateful I didn't because I'd be in a different situation right now. Okay, so here we get like all the questions we would normally get that I would be asking. So, right. you know, the, the first one, um, if yeah. no one's ever been to a cooking class. So it's going to be totally different. You know, a lot of cooking classes you see, they're going to bring out kitchen aids and mixers and machines. And like, that's totally cool and fun, but this is just going to be like really hands-on um, experience. And you're going to learn a lot about Italian Sicilian culture, Italian culture, and, you know, my family's culture from, you know, Palermo to Brooklyn to Philadelphia. 
Um, and then people are always like, do I need a big kitchen? Because you see these pictures and, and you really don't. You could do it on a kitchen table. Um, and as long as I have a cooktop, like one of those, you know, burners that I have, like I can really do everything. Um, two, two, two flames, right? Yeah. And then um, my ingredients, I get everything from Italy pretty much. Um, oh, wow. Even the cheese and charcuterie, the antipasto, like they're getting that from Italy. Um, and, you know, I'm very particular with my flour. I like said I'm a breast cancer survivor. I pay attention to wow. everything I put in my body. Oh, God yeah. bless. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the rest is just like, you know, if you don't want to cook, I do catering. Um, if you have dietary restrictions, I try to, you know, work with you. I've done gluten free. And what about, um, what about uh, carbohydrates free? <laughs> you make zucchini, zucchini pasta? I have made cauliflower gnocchi. I have done it. Um, cauliflower rice is actually really good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, look, the cauliflower gnocchi I made was pretty, pretty good, I will say. Um, that sounds good. So, yeah, that's it. I think, you know. Mm -hmm you know, you can cancel out of that. Yeah. Um, I travel, I, 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 I'm based in South Philly, but you know, I, I kind of service the area, I've done events in New York. So um, what's the best way somebody like could reach out if they're interested in, in doing a cooking class or something? Um, you can email me or go right to my website and there's a tab book and you can inquire to book me. So it's just homemadebybruno.com. Okay. My last name is Bruno. Everyone's like, I thought a guy was going to show up. Um, it is a popular name. It is. I, I, that was figuring out how to name my business was, I still have like, I'm like, should I change it? Um, but too late like, now, right? Yeah. You got to run with it now. Yeah. So you do, you do private cooking too, because yeah. before this zoom, we were talking and you said that, uh, you know, you do some private cooking for clients and you said like, in one example, you work for a Jewish family that likes to eat Italian on Sunday. They love Italian food. Um, yeah, I actually, I cook for a lot of, a lot of families and it kind of came on with COVID. I wasn't something I ever planned to do. And it kind oh. of, I got requests and, um, I cook for a lot of different families. I cook for, uh, the GM of the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, his family. Oh, that's yeah. a hot take right there. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, I still to this day, like, I don't really care about like, I, not that he's a celebrity. I don't really care about that stuff. So I never asked like, how'd you find me? You know, will you post this for me? I, I just kind of keep the, it. That's the first thing I ask when like a celebrity or someone comes by my shop or follows a shop. Because that's how I connected with some people. I see they follow growing up Italian at a shop and I'll be like, just curious. Like, it's like they fill out a survey. Yeah. I'm like, how did you find us? Through a friend, uh, Instagram, I, Twitter? I always ask that. I don't know. I just never did it at this point. I, I will. Next time I talk to him, I will. Because um, I would like to, you know, thank them. But I cooked for him for his Mother's Day um, dinner. And they were like, this is the best Italian food we've ever had. We've been ordering all different stuff. So they just kind of stuck with me. And it's, you know, it's fun. That's awesome. So yeah. He so he, he eats Sunday sauce? He eats Sunday sauce, yeah. Wow. Yep. Maybe that'll, help, uh, maybe that'll help the Eagles, you know, get a, a couple extra wins, you know, behind the full cavatelli belly. Yeah, they'll be bellies filled with pasta. You no, know, like, uh, 
you ever saw the Sebastian Maniscalco skit where um, he was saying that at a Jewish holiday that everybody had pamphlets on the table and he shows up starving. He's like, when I yeah. walk into Italian house, I got to, I got to get bread and walking distance. And it was just like, so funny. He's like, the Jewish people have no cuisine. They, that's the breakfast. They're done. After bagels, that's it. Yeah. Yo, right? that, he's a legend, but that's going to have me cracking up because like Jews and Italians are so similar, but then like, when it comes to food, it's just like a completely different ballgame. So different. You're right. We are very similar. But when it comes to food, that's where we kind of lose. Same with the Irish. Um, but, you know, it's funny. What I, was, I think I was telling you, when I was growing up, I didn't live in an Italian neighborhood. In fact, I moved a lot. But for a bulk of my life, I lived in South Jersey. Like, my dad was in the car business. Um, and he had us moving all over the place. And I didn't have Italian friends or neighbors. And people were like what is going, this is definitely a front for the mafia. Like, why is this family here? Um, and it was, it was just, we were in the middle of no, we were in the Pine Barrens. It's like that, you know, that one episode. That's where you were? Yeah. Like oh, what? That's the best, that's the best Sopranos episode. Oh my God. It's, it is the best. Um, but, in the packets of ketchup in the van. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's basically where I lived, like in the middle of nowhere. So like oh, we didn't go out to dinner. Cause like, you get shit food so you know we we cooked all the time i would come to school my grandparents would come down from brooklyn i'd have like you know brooklyn bread with like you know chicken cutlet sandwiches all mm -hmm. like it was just people would like offer to buy my lunches so that was i always said like i want to start something you know play the hand you're dealt like my family is very you know about italian tradition and food and it's unique and a lot of people aren't exposed to it. So I felt like I wanted to bring that to people. And, you know, I, I mentioned I'm a breast cancer survivor. I was sick when I was 30. I went through hell and back. And um, that was something that was like so soothing for me, making pasta. Like it just calmed it was like me. Your version of therapy, like. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, I was like, I see. I, huh? I see what you're saying. Like I can yeah. see how like to get your mind off something. You just start making pasta, you know? It was very therapeutic. And I feel like, you know, I had a long-term boyfriend. His family was like first generation Italian. I was like, like even more exposed to it because like, you know, it was, it, it, you don't always find that. And then when I, I didn't have that in my life too, like my family, my grandparents are much older. So I just have one grandmother left. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I carried on those traditions. That's super yeah. important to me. Because yeah. I feel like this generation doesn't care about family. And well, I shouldn't. Not know. family, but like uh, the little things we take for granted. You know, one, one thing I will say is what I noticed this year, more than like years prior. And I don't know if it's because people are bored with like COVID restrictions or of that nature, but I noticed a lot of people made sauce this year. Like mm -hmm. what I'm seeing, like, I don't know if it's the cool thing to do. Like mm -hmm. even my family went crazy and made 20 bushel, 20 bushels. I haven't seen them make 20 bushels since I'm like 15 years old. So I don't know if everybody's just bored and they're like, we're going to be home all winter. Which I kind of love that this boredom is bringing out, you know, this, creative, like, well, what else are we doing? We're all at home. Um, 
And actually like that is how I found my pasta talent. Like it wasn't something I always did. Like I was sick. I didn't, I couldn't do anything. Like it was something to do. And I feel like a lot of times that like, you know, you're able to kind of fall into that. Plus people, I think it's kind of like trendy too right now, which I have mixed feelings about, but I feel like people are, you know, with family a lot more. And, you know, I'm seeing a lot. I also have an Italian page. So I see a lot of like on my things that pop up. I feel like everyone's making sauce. Yeah, um, this year, especially. Right. And you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that too, because in the height, when this pandemic really hit, like this side of, uh, you know, the Eastern US, you know, like our side, New York, Philly, Jersey, all that. I remember like there was a point where it was kind of hard to go grocery shopping, like that it was like a challenge, you know, like people waiting online, things like that. And I remember my mom being an Italian mom, like panicking. She got like a huge bag of flour and she just like was like, at least I can make pasta. And that's exactly like what survival is. It's crazy how the world comes full circle because we come from like a super poor town in Italy and all they do is like make pasta, not because, you know, it's uh, something trendy or something cool to do, but because it's super cheap to do and it tastes like delicious, you know? What did I tell you? I lost weight making pasta and people are like, no, like I eat it every day. It's different when you use flour. First of all, when you make anything homemade, I think it's different, but when you use flour from Italy, like when you go there, I feel like I, it's it, it's just different for if you're there for I was there for a month in January. I didn't gain a single pound. Granted, I walked a lot, but like yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You you had to be walking because I, I was, but I just feel like my skin glows. Like everything feels better. It's just different there. So you know, making pasta was also like all right, cool. Like I can eat this. I also like prepare it healthy. I use a lot of like vegetables and. You know, it depends on what I'm making, but you can lose weight and eat oh, pasta man. every day. I promise. Listen, that's like I'm, that's like my goal. I'm like gonna debunk the theory that pasta makes you fat. It doesn't have to make you fat. Instead of keto, you should do pito or something like. Yeah, right. Pasto, pasto. I don't know. Like we gotta make uh, a pasta diet. But my mom, like, she's always saying, like, okay, I'm on a diet. I'm not gonna eat bad. I'm not. And like her thing is that she says. I eat a little pasta. That's it. Like, and I'm like, ma, but pasta is not healthy. Like, what are you doing? And you know, some people really do think like that. And like pasta is definitely, whenever people think of pasta, they think of fattening. I know. And it makes me sad. Well, okay. Look, if you put like heavy cream, butter, all this stuff in it, like, yeah, like penne vodka, it's gonna make you fat. You eat that every day. Don't don't tell my customers this. Cause all right. All right. All right. I make a living on vodka sauce. Look, and it's good, and I'm not hating on it in moderation. I just feel like when you, in Italy, they prepare things different. Simple, yeah. right? Simple, fresh ingredients. That's fresh it. Tom- fresh tomatoes, garlic, yeah. olive oil. That's it. You know. My and my sister-in-law, or my sister-in-law, my sister and my brother-in-law have a produce business. They actually own their family owns Manhattan Fruit Exchange, and my sister started. Oh, really? I've heard of them. Yeah, they provide to a lot of the restaurants in the city. My sister started a business. She does like these uh, weekly produce boxes. Produce is great. So I have access to a lot of fresh produce too, which is an an added bonus. But I just, I feel like, you know, we always say like, it's just, 
a lot of people overcomplicate things. Um, and I feel like Italians don't, they, they keep it simple and fresh and it's, you know. Listen, I could, I feel like I could kind of do without pasta more yeah. than I can without bread. Like my weakness is bread. Bread. I, I, I just like, I and you live I, in Brooklyn, so you got you have the best bread. Oh, we do, right? You admit to it? <laughs> yeah. Philly bread doesn't, like, although, I mean, it's not Italian. I buy from a, 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 it's called creme brulee. I'm assuming it's French. I get the best baguettes here. So, like, but as far as Italian bread goes, Brooklyn all the way. Always. Yeah. Bagels. There's always, always some they say it's like, it's, it's the water. Like, oh, it's the water in New York. It's the best water. The pizza. And then I look and then I look at the East River and I'm like, that's the Not best that water. water. <laughs> that's the best water. Not that water. But yeah, it is. Like the people like ship water from Brooklyn to Florida to make pizza. I, I've heard that rumor, but I just can't really believe it. Like Well, there's a place by me literally called like Brooklyn Water Pizza or Brooklyn Water Bagels or something in Florida. I'm like I mean, what do they ship it in? Like it, it Wait, what is it called? Brooklyn. I, I will tell you, it's like Brooklyn water I'm a, I'm gonna, style I'm gonna, pizza. Look it up. It, like something crazy. And I'm like, what? Actually right. do that? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna look it up later. I'm curious, because that, that's actually a genius name. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's, I think it's called that, or that's like their slogan. Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's their little trick to get all the people that are, uh, fleeing New York and going to Florida, you know? Yeah, it's probably so not good. So. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. We definitely got to do this again. If you guys want to check her out Instagram, she got, a, she got a bunch of cooking videos, things of that nature. Yes, and we're going to cook live one day soon. Yeah, not me. Maybe my cousin will do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, take care. All right, bye. Thank you. Bye.